3: 77 W.A.B.C.
4: And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. You can reach me on Twitter. Dominic TV. I actually uh, use some of the comments on air. We're taking your telephone calls this hour. 800-848-W.A.B.C. 800-848-9222. So finally. 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 The White House warns protesters that Supreme Court justices must be able to do their jobs without concern for personal safety. Bears repeating. Finally, the White House, Jen Psaki, is warning protesters that Supreme Court justices must be able to do their jobs without concern for personal safety. Federal law prohibits picketing or parading with the intent of interfering with, of competing the administration of justice. And I want to share with you the actual tweet from the White House, as it relates to this, because this issue is quite the serious one these days, the protest over uh, the possible overturning of Roe v. Wade. And the tweet says, and I'm reading here literally, POTUS, the president of the United States, strongly believes in the constitutional right to protest. But that should never include violence, threats, or vandalism. Judges perform an incredibly important function in our society, and they must be able to do their jobs without concern for their personal safety. That's the tweet from Jen Psaki, the president's spokeswoman. How would you like to be in the shoes of U.S. Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito, who we all know wrote the uh, leaked draft opinion, and the justice has reportedly been moved to an undisclosed location with his family due to concerns for their safety? Listen, this is not about right or wrong on Roe v. Wade. It's not about whether we like it or not. What this is about is that Justice Alito did what he thought was right, if if this holds up. And now we're looking at a situation of angry protests, Molotov uh, cocktails thrown into offices of a pro-life organization in Madison, Wisconsin. I've been to Madison 3 or 4 times. Beautiful city. And look at what's look at what's happening now in terms of uh Madison. So the protests are continuing. And this all comes and I have a number of stories on my mind uh, this morning. This all comes as the Democrats want New Yorkers, and I want, to slay down, I want to slow down and be deliberate on this one. Democrats want New Yorkers to pay for abortions for out-of-state and migrant women. Democrats announced today, backed by Schumer and others, want New Yorkers to pay a $50 million fund to pay for abortions for out-of-state and migrant women. So in other words, let me try this another way. Let me try this another way here. Illegal migrants may take advantage of taxpayer-funded abortions in New York. Illegal migrants. So New York Democrats, New York Democrats from Schumer to New York State Attorney General Letitia James, they made the announcement today, legislation to protect and expand abortion access in the state. $50 million to go to abortion providers All across the state. And I I want you to listen to the New York State Attorney General, Letitia James, and uh, a woman from a uh, pro choice organization as they made the announcement today.
5: Every person in this nation should have the freedom to control their own body. Bans will not stop
0: abortions, bans will only stop safe abortions no one should have to travel hundreds if not thousands of miles to get an abortion but if they do they need to know that new york is here for them
4: that was the announcement made by the attorney general and we are about to start taking your telephone calls 800-848-WABC 800-848-9222 so james an outspoken supporter of abortion rights says quote We want to be prepared, and I've said this night after night in case it comes up. I am pro-choice, but I don't support what amounts to be in some cases, what appears to be in some cases, birth control by abortion. I'm going to get to some of the other stories that we're focusing on this morning. But let's start with your telephone calls. Karen in Rockland County, good morning. What's on your mind, Karen?
6: Uh, oh, you caught me off guard here. <laughs> um, our politicians, especially our leftist Democrats, should read the Constitution and their oath of office because I think they forgot what that's all about. You know, They're only in it for themselves, and they, they forget about the rest of us. I mean, uh, and uh, and separation of power. I mean, I, I believe, can't believe Chuck Schumer wants to make federal law. The, the Supreme Court hasn't even decided yet, you know, officially how they want to go with this thing. And he's already wanting to do federal regulations. Separation of power. I mean, they have no clue what the, what's in that Constitution. It's embarrassing.
4: So, Karen, before I move on to some of the other callers, how do you see this all playing out as it relates to the abortion issue.
6: Uh, I, I, uh, I, I think the Democrats put a, a wrench into this because they want us to forget about everything else and just focus on the abortion now. Forget about the border. Forget about Ukraine. Forget about uh, the border. I mean, they just want to wipe all of that clean now, just for this one issue. And that's the way they've been operating since Biden got into office. Well, And it's sickening.
4: Well, Karen, I, I thank you for the call. And, y- you know, it's interesting to, um, to Karen's point. And I thought about this tonight, folks. Whatever happened to who leaked this uh, decision? Who actually uh, leaked this? That becomes an issue. And why are we not hearing more about that. It just seems like it just disappeared. You you don't have to be um, a rocket scientist to figure out here that something is wrong with the process. And to Karen's point, and I've made this point many times, you know, folks, the abortion issue, what has come up, it, it's a situation where a smokescreen, where the all the other issues the litany of issues are going to fall into the background so like for example just one small issue right so of course we can say inflation but something that 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 we know hits you in the pocket everybody right gas right new york and new jersey now seeing their highest average gas prices on Record. Spokesperson for uh, AAA says it now costs drivers in the United States an average of $23 more to fill up more than it did a year ago. A year ago. And so that's just one little issue. What about the more money for meat? What about the inflation? What about the southern border? And I still haven't forgotten those 13 soldiers that lost their lives uh, in Afghanistan. What about that? And so the Democrats are now pushing a fund, New York state, $50 million to fund abortions. And um, it doesn't matter your income. It doesn't matter where you're from. uh, It doesn't matter uh, your, your status, your, your immigration status and that's just wrong that's wrong we are taking your telephone calls 800 848 WABC 800 let's go to uh Dino Justin what well, we just lost Dino Just <laughs> let's go to uh John in Staten Island good morning John you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC
7: Dominic uh, I was going to mention the uh what you must- we speak about fentanyl deaths, but I, w- I want to mention one other other deaths that occurred. That uh, which we call it, um, Letitia James forgot to ask about. When we had uh, we have nineteen million black children will never have a life from nineteen sixty to now. But let me remember this: is sixty years, so we have two generations lost. So when you had nineteen million, let's divide it with it with, uh nine million and 9 million boys and girls that are dead. Now, if they had babies, there would have been, say, two children each. That would have been another 18 million uh, children to the parents of those two kids. And another 30 years down the line, that would have been another two children with those kids in that. So we're talking about 18 million, 18 million, 19 million. That's over, like, 50, 60 million black citizens never had a chance to have their lives here. And when I heard Letitia James say,
4: okay, but wait, but John, not, but John no, but but it's not no. John 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 John, John, you're you're making a lot of assumptions with your uh the way you're multiplying uh the the numbers here, and i I don't you're saying as it relates to African Americans but but this pertains to everyone, so why are you just focusing on the narrow scope of African Americans John, are you with me? Okay. I'm sorry? Yeah, I, okay, I'm sorry. What I was saying is yeah. why are you focusing on just the narrow scope of uh African Americans?
7: Because uh the person who put Plan Heron to, together was Martha Sanger. She hung out with Nazis. She put these these things in minority no, neighborhoods.
4: No, I, so I think get it. it's a racist
7: I, kind I, of thing to do.
4: Wait, what's a racist kind of thing? I'm sorry, John.
7: Martha Sanger bringing
4: clean no, parenthood. But, 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 and but, you, children you, you, but you've made yeah. this point before. I've heard you on this issue yeah. before. Um, I, I thank you for the call, John. It's just that I, I don't think it's fair or right to just focus on one group and narrow your scope uh, in terms of the question to just one particular group. Let's go to uh, Dino in Queens. Good morning, Dino. You're on Talk Radio 77
8: WABC. Morning, James. Can you hear
4: me? Yes, I hear you. Go right ahead, please. James, you're a wonderful guy.
9: I love you, and I think of Rush every day. Well, I, thank- and I wanted to ask. You, my question is: Okay, why is it not, not okay to protest in front of a justice's house, but it's okay? Go to Carlson Tucker's house and protest and make trouble when he has children in the house. Why? Why? Well, because they're justices.
4: Why? Please well, tell me why. Okay. Well. Okay. Well. Um. I. I don't think it's right to go to Tucker Carlson's house, uh, with children when he has children and protest. I. I. I would want to afford all of us the uh, not being protested at home, but in particular. Uh, Dino, as it relates to Supreme Court justices, they decide the laws uh, or they rule on the laws of the nation and they should not be influenced in terms of someone yelling outside their house, disrupting their neighbors, I just don't think that it's the right thing to do. So to make the comparison between Supreme Court justices and anybody else, to me, is is not a fair comparison. Why do you feel feel that it is?
9: We're all human. We're, we, all, we all bleed at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And there's no such thing as that. And, and And what I mean is, I know I spoke to you before, I did seven years in prison, but that's not the point. The point is, the point is, at the end of the day, these justices let out criminals. So it's not okay, they do, they let out criminals. And I believe in, you know, if you do something serious, you pay the penalty. And now they don't wanna be
4: protested,
8: oh, I'm so sorry. Okay your 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 phone, your
4: phone line is breaking is uh is uh breaking down there uh Dino I mean I I heard your point I don't agree with it but 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 I heard your point Let's go to our friend uh Stan in Forest Hills good morning Stan what's on your mind
10: How are you friend how are you I
4: I'm doing well Stan and I hope you are
3: as well
10: Good uh Look I said this on the Rita Cosby show and I'll say it here Uh we have three branches of government The history of protest has been, we've protested against congressmen at that Senate, and I'm sorry to say at at Holmes and and so forth, and the senators as well. The history of the Supreme Court is not perfect. The history of the Supreme Court, to some extent, caused a civil war with Dred Scott, and we never protested that decision in the 1800s. So uh, decisions make a difference. They affect lives. They can cause wars, as they did in this civil war. And this decision affects women's rights. It's almost like uh, uh, civil rights of black people in the 1950s who marched and rioted. And I wasn't for riots, but it made a change. I wasn't happy for the right. It did make a change. So people, women, this is a civil right that has now been challenged. And I think it will be overturned. I do agree that the draft will be, uh, when it becomes official, it will be overturning Roe. I'm sad to say it but it is protest. I'm not happy, there is a statute that says uh, Supreme Court justices have a right to privacy and so forth and they have to do that. That is true, but their decisions make a difference. And when it affects a civil right, as it has, people are not gonna sit still. I don't want anybody riding or hurting anybody, judges' children, nobody, of course not. But if they stand across the street from the house, that's okay. OK, I, that's done. Abortion clinics have been bombed and people attacked for years. I don't hear the right saying anything because that's been going on. Oh, they got their way, didn't they? Of course. So wow. there it is. It's I, true. He, I'm not he, making that one up. That's a fact.
4: Oh, but 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 Stan, it just it just seems it's not right
10: all the way around.
4: OK. All right. Well, we can agree on that. And Stan, it's all it's always fun chatting with you. Thank you, uh, f- thank you for the call this morning. You know, there there's another big story, folks, and I, I see your phone calls on abortion. I will get to them in just a second. There's another uh story that uh caught my eye this morning, and that is Mayor Eric Adams says that he tours subways every other night. The mayor says he tours subways every other night. That's wonderful, but we need results. We need action. We need to feel safe. The mayor is talking a drop in crime in some areas, but it surely doesn't seem that way. I will come back to that story in just a second. Let's go to uh, Shirley, calling from uh, New York. Good morning, Shirley. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
5: Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Um, I'm calling on the, the topic of abortion. Okay. And basically what I just wanted to say is I'm not pro-choice. I'm not pro-life. i just am kind of a shades of gray type of person. So when it comes to this topic, there are reasons why women Uh have abortions. Um, I'm not one that would say you should use it as a birth control method. Um, I think there's something a little wrong with that. If you find that the only alternative that you have in order to, Hey, Shirley,
2: let,
4: let me ask you a question. I'm going to let you continue your point, but obviously I'm not a woman. And so part of me feels that, that I honestly even have no right to discuss this issue. Because it's a it's a woman's body, but am I right in my assessment? I just want to know if you agree with me that sometimes uh, abortions have been used as birth control. Is that is that assessment correct? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, yes. thank you. Thank you for being honest. And in terms of your per, your perception, now please continue.
5: Um, so what I was going to say is um, kind of
4: lost my train of thought here when you asked, the question. Okay. I, I apologize. <laughs> uh, you, you were, you were talking about uh, abortion and you said you, you're basically not a, a yay or a nay person. You, you, you're you shades of gray in the middle. That was my interpretation of what I heard. And then I, um, and then I interrupted you.
5: Okay. Um, so I think, you know, uh, I understand a woman wanting to have control over her body and understand the history behind it. And, you know, a woman uh, wanting to advance themselves, you know, over the course of time from, you know, having to be dependent upon a man to take care of her and, you know, the family thing and blah, 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 to her becoming more liberated and independent and that's so all well and fine and good. And, um, then, you know, you look at the aspect of, you know, if a woman is the victim of incest or a rape or something like that, I don't think I would want to force a woman to go through the pregnancy. So that's why I said I'm kind of like in between shades of gray here. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I find interesting is when it comes to the Democratic Party, they want to use this subject in order to use it to get votes to keep them in power. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely.
4: Absolutely, and that is exactly, surely, what is happening right now. And that I find despicable.
5: I I agree with you because, um, you know, I understand, you know, uh, here's where I just look at the two sides of where they say saving life or a woman's choice, which would, you know, either the baby is terminated or she keeps the baby. But there's a hypocrisy here with them, because what I found funny was with the vaccines. Now, they started out with, it's going to save your life. We're going to eradicate the virus. And then, you know, over the course of a period of time, we learned that the vaccines don't kill the virus and it doesn't stop the transmission. Basically, what it does is it gives your body more of a stronger fighting chance that if you do get infected with it, that you won't die from it, and, you know, then there were alternative medications that did the same thing, but what the Democrats were doing was pretty much forcing you to take the vaccine. If you don't, you'll lose your job, you know, and other things that were going with it, so it put people, you know, in a tumultuous position.
4: Right in so a position, to- a position. Shirley, I have to step in. I do apologize uh, because yes, I, I I have to move on because I'm I have I'm, I'm about five minutes late. Thank you, Shirley, for the uh, for the commercial break here. I do hear you though about the complications as it relates to all of this, what we're discussing and uh, how folks see the COVID situation playing out. I see all of your telephone calls. We're going to get to as many of them as humanly.
0: That's shopify.com slash system.
2: for me.
4: And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Frank Marano is coming up at 1 a.m. The other side of midnight. The White House finally, finally doing the obvious, telling uh, protesters that uh, you have a constitutional right to protest, but it should never include violence, threats, or vandalism, as it relates to, in this case, the Supreme Court justices. Also discussing this morning, Mayor Eric Adams says that he rides the subways and he does so every other night. And the mayor says that the city's going to turn around from a crime point of view. Here's a little bit of what he had to say.
1: It's no secret to anyone that just about every other night I'm in the subway system. You know, because if you don't inspect what you expect, it's all suspect. The commissioner speaks with me every morning, every morning. She updates our team. She speaks with me. Then on the weekend, Sunday, the commissioner and I have a briefing of new things we want to do, how we're going to shift things around. Uh, We are in constant contact. We know public safety is a prerequisite to prosperity. We're zero in on it and we're focused
4: The mayor, and uh, that's a slogan of his, public safety is a prerequisite to prosperity. We've heard it, Mr. Mayor, but we're waiting for the results. Now, you can't put the bag entirely in Mayor Adams' lap. There's the justice system, in which later this week, the mayor, and we're coming back to the abortion issue in just one second, the mayor is going to announce, as many cities have done so Uh, that it's actually a small amount of criminals uh, that are repeat offenders. And that may be true, but at the end of the day, New Yorkers are still victims. No matter how you slice this pie, uh, that's the way that it appears. Another story that I'm focusing on, only 8% of Manhattan office workers have returned in person Five days a week. That's according to a report compiled by the Partnership for New York City, which uh, represents the Big Apple's largest employers. We have a number of issues we're talking about this morning, but we started with the issue of abortion continuing on the protesting that's uh, taking place, Molotov cocktails thrown into pro-life offices uh, in Madison, Wisconsin, we are taking your telephone calls. Let's go to, let's see here, let's go to our friend Dominic in Wapping, Just Falls. Good morning, Dominic. What's on your mind?
3: Dominic, how are you?
4: I'm doing well. How How about yourself?
3: That's awesome. Listen, do you remember a while back I said we're going to make the wine and we make the meatballs, and you said then uh, Stanley could bring the cake? Yes, I do remember. All right. You do remember that. and I that I, 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 I was saying to myself, if Stanley brings the cake, I don't know if I could control my, myself in not throwing the cake at him. But tonight, <laughs> tonight Dominic, I have to say, tonight <laughs> I agree with Stanley. I can't believe I'm saying this. I can't believe it, Dominic, but I, I'm, I'm agreeing with Stanley. Do you remember a while back, there was a guy called Judge Sands when I was growing up in Yonkers, he was pushing the low income housing and he was pushing it to areas that were like four or five hundred thousand dollar homes. And all the all the homeowners were all upset because their value going to go down and all this. Well, we took a ride and I'll never forget this. We took a ride to Pound Ridge where Judge Sand lives and we had the sign and we protested peacefully. So I agree with you. It's not right um when a person in in that kind of stature has to deal with that, but like Stanley says, they are changing people's lives and people are going to be passionate about that. As long as they are doing it peacefully, I don't see any problem with protesting of the decision of somebody that could decide what happens in your life. So
4: even though, even though it's in front of their home,
3: if it's, as long as it's not on their, like Stanley would say, as long as it's not on their property, it's maybe down the block or across the street. As long as it's peaceful, I, you know, that's that's our system. And unfortunately, as much as I can't stand Stanley, <laughs> I, I, I agree with him on this. And, and if it cake, I'm not going. I'm not going to eat. Okay. <laughs>
4: Hey Dominic, all I can say this morning is I, I thank you for the call and um so you you and Stan agree, so I, I guess I'll bring the but cake not, and and you guys just don't wait. hit each other with the cake.
3: I'm not eating this cake. <laughs>
4: Dominic, as always, thank you very much for the call. Have a wonderful morning. Let's go to Isabel. Isabel in uh, Manhattan, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
9: Good morning, Dominic. Um, The reason that caller mentioned African-Americans is because more African-American babies have been aborted than have been born.
4: That's one I, of the I, reasons. I I I don't know. I don't know where you're getting these facts from. Can you share with me? They,
9: yeah, they said it on on your radio station. They said it. Mm. They said that more more African American babies have been aborted than have been born. Mm. And that's a horrible thing.
4: Well, horrible. I, I I would I would need to see that uh, in, in writing uh, myself uh, to believe that. Um, I, you know, I, I'm just being honest with you, Isabel. I, mm-hmm. I don't know, but, but let me, but, but why? What? See, my thing is, every issue doesn't have to be a black and white issue. No. Why? Why is this becoming a black and white issue? Abortion.
9: Because it started that way. That's that Margaret Sanger, whatever her name was. Mm-hmm. That's what she wanted. She, she said, let us not let it be known that we want to eliminate African Americans. That was her goal. She wanted to eliminate mm-hmm. all African-American babies.
4: Well, I, I thank you uh, for the call. And I've, I've heard that before. Um, but, you know, I, 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 I don't, I, on a personal level, and I hear you, uh, Isabel, but on a personal level, for me, I don't want every single issue to be divisive and decided or looked at in terms of black and white. And it just seems like these days, oftentimes, um, that that's that's what happens uh, quite a bit. Let's go to uh, Deborah in Fort Lee, New Jersey. Good morning, Deborah. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven yes. WABC.
11: Hi, Dominic. hi.
12: Yes, hi Dominic. Yes, I agree with the other caller. Uh, protesting is effective. And by the way, I don't see any more protesting around these abortion clinics. There's one in Englewood. There's one in Hackensack and other places. And what they used to do years ago, and it was very effective, they would have pictures outside on placards and show these girls as they're going in what an abortion looks like. I think they need to do that again because these girls are not, they don't know what it is. They don't, it's sort of like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. It's pretty, pretty bad. So, mm-hmm. if they can do it, I think they shouldn't see what it is, actually, what it looks like. What do you think, Dominic?
4: I think that um that's disgusting, and I think that that's appearing to someone on an emotional level when they're already um you know uh, I don't want to say upset, but but maybe it, it, yes, upset at what they feel they have to do and i I just don't think that's right but but Deborah, let's take me out of it for a second. How do you think this issue on abortion is going to play out? I don't know.
12: I don't have a crystal ball, but I think that uh, women are using this as birth control. Mm-hmm.
9: Mm-hmm.
12: They get pregnant or they, they take that pill, and they, do they have to be responsible.
9: Right, right.
12: Their heads well, are in the clouds. But well,
9: again, those records were
12: effective. Women would walk away. So listen, you have to face reality. You're killing a baby. And it's sort of ironic. They're against the death penalty but
13: they want to kill a baby correct well
4: we, you know we, we're we're looking at this issue from a broad perspective right now we're broad brushing but thank you for the um thank you for the uh comment let's go to dave in los angeles on mayor adams i believe good morning dave is that correct
2: yes good morning dominic and you know the guy is just a clown it's getting sadder by the day if you don't inspect would you expect it becomes suspect? That's hey, like bad Johnny Cochran, hey, bro. Hey, hey,
4: hey, Dave. Can I be honest with you? I, I, I tried to give the mayor a pass. I tried to let that one slide by. I wasn't gonna say anything. I, I was like, okay, you know, he's got tough times, and you know, he's trying to be a rapper. That's what it sounds like. And I, you know, I want Dave. I, I swear to you, I wasn't gonna say anything about that comment i was going to let it i was going to give the mayor a pass tonight and and but you you caught it dave you caught it well you you set
2: me up like a volleyball team you set it up and i (laughs) I spike it And like what man what makes eric adams think that big deal every other night he goes in the subway system we already know what it looks like does he think he's batman does he think he's a drop of dawn dishwashing liquid and grease it's all just gonna go away it's ridiculous
4: Right, well, Dave, it's not a laughing matter. Um, you know, even though we're being a little lighthearted about the situation, it's quite serious. And um, anytime the mayor of New York goes into the subway system, of course, he's escorted by a team. No matter who the mayor happens to be, a team of highly trained uh, NYPD officers. So,
2: oh, but I, but Dave, I. Just- Go ahead. It's all just him trying to look good. Hey, I'm in the subway. Like he, like like Dominic, I'm not being mean. He's really not intelligent because he thinks that that matters. And I'll just tell the people I'm going to the subway system like that. You know, they're going to think I'm doing something. He says, I'm going to show that the voters are going to say, you made the right decision with Eric Adams. Oh, man. No, Dominic, it is a problem. I don't think he has the aptitude. I think he has a low IQ. And I don't think he has what it takes. It's, I've been following this since he started office, and, and I know that you 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 wish, you wish him the best, and so I, I, I really do
4: I really do wish him the best. I, I really do, and I want the mayor. Uh-huh. thanks for the call, Dave. I want the mayor of New York to, to succeed because when he succeeds, at the end of the day, we all succeed. And to me, it's real simple. it really is to clean up New York City. What you do is you, 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 you have a, uh, an address and you say, you know, I know many of my supporters will be disappointed with what I'm going to do right now. But in the interest of saving our great city that I love, effective immediately, I am reinstituting the NYPD anti crime unit. Now, he can go on to say, you know, we'll be monitoring them carefully to make sure that there are no, uh, no abuses and so on, but that's the only thing that's going to clean up New York City. And again, Mr. Mayor, if you happen to be listen, listening, I tried to give you a pass tonight, but Dave caught your attempt at uh, being a rapper, and um, frankly, unfortunately, it wasn't that good. Dominic Carter here with you folks. We see all the calls on abortion, on uh Adams and, uh, on Stan. <laughs> And I promise, uh, coming up, we have Carter Cares, and I will get to as many of your calls as I can. We'll be right back.
0: Handling legal matters is stressful. So, let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25-plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno.
3: Highlighting stories that hit close to home from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares.
4: And what I'm thinking about this morning, folks, Mayor Adams says that every other day he rides the subway. I'm thinking about... The victims, the crime victims of New York City that many of us feel, unfortunately. And this is just the way that we feel that you're taking your life into your own hand to uh, get on the subway system. It shouldn't be that way. And I'm thinking about the victims that don't have a voice. And we've got to get this right. Things have to go back. To New York City being a vibrant city, and you know the COVID numbers are up, and the crime on the subways, and um, this this has to all turn around. We are taking uh, your telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you, folks, until the top of the hour. Frank Morano and the other side of midnight comes up. At that point, Aaron in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy-seven WABC.
11: Yeah. hi Dominic. Um, I don't know if you recall Thursday I was really uh, trying to explain that uh, protesting in front of a judge's home is a obstruction of justice and it's against the law. but um you know, just to respond to Stan um, he was really really he doesn't he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand that demonstrating in front of a judge is not any different. Than demonstrating that in front of a house of a juror pending a litigation. It's the same thing. A juror decides the fact.
4: Uh, so the judge. That That's a good point, Aaron. I didn't even look at it that way. That that's a very good point. And, and it's in the law.
11: It's codified. It's on, I don't have the exact right. Code. Right. It it's is in the law. law. And it says specifically judges and jurors, and there's no difference. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, um, what they're doing is breaking the law, which is typical of the Democratic uh, political agendas. To break the law when it fits their, their political agenda, and that's the way I see it. Well, and I thank and,
4: you for letting and, me and know I, and I thank opinion. you for the call. Um, you you have broadened the way that I look at this issue to a degree. It almost is like uh, protesting in in front of the home of a of a juror, with the same uh, goal in mind to influence the decision-making process. To Rockland County and Gracie. Good morning, Gracie. What's on your mind?
8: Hi. What's on my mind is uh, Karen just said what I was going to say. Um, exactly what I was going to say because don't uh, do that. Uh, it, their opinions are based on the law, on the fact, the interpretation. Correct. It, it's a different ball game, And now all Oh, I got to say something about the, uh, the mayor. Listen, he's pretty smart. The thing is, he thinks we're all stupid that we can't figure out what's going on. That's that's what the problem is. I mean, these I'm telling you, these Democrats really think we are so stupid. But unfortunately, people like us that read, talk, investigate. They can't pull the wool over our eyes. Unfortunately, there are a lot of dummies out there, and I've come across a lot of them, unfortunately.
4: Well, I I thank you for the uh, the, uh, call, Gracie. You certainly uh, picked up my spirit this morning here. Thank you. In a moment, I'm going to our friend Jennifer in Boston, but first let's stop at Alyssa. In Manhattan. Good morning, Alyssa. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. How are you this morning? I'm doing well, and I hope you are doing so as well.
13: Well, I'd be a lot better if our politicians didn't abuse their power, but it's uh, making me feel better that you're here so that we have a place to discuss this. Um Thank you. What I wanted to talk about was I just wanted to respond to that terrible tirade that Letitia James had. Last week, when all of this broke, um, if you will just indulge me, I will be very quick because I'm going to tie this up to her. And I really, I've been, I've been trying to make this point, and I can't get in on any other shows. So I'm glad I'm here. Um, back in 1966, a young African American actress named Michelle Nichols was given a role on the show Star Trek, and she was cast as a lieutenant. Um, communications officer, which was a position of power, part of the bridge crew, something that would have never been a reality in 1966. And she was thinking about leaving mid-season, but Faith stepped in and she met Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. And she told him she was thinking about leaving, and he said, you can't do that because what you're doing is you are, you are being a role model of what can be. You are expressing my dream by being in your role every week and allowing African, especially African-American females, to see you in that role and giving them hope. Now, fast forward to 60 years later, his dream has been realized, and you have Letitia James, an African-American woman who is in a position of power. And what does she do? She has that horrible tirade, and it isn't that she chose to um, have an abortion to further, you know, to move on with her career that I take, you know, problem with, it's the way she expressed it. How dare she express it saying, I decided to have an abortion and marched myself over to Planned Parenthood with no guilt. And I think that someone who has a position of power like that should be sending a more responsible message out to you know, hey, Alyssa, let, people let,
4: of color. Let, let me ask you this question. And again, I'm not going to break this down tonight into a black-white discussion. I'm just not going to do it. No, it's it. not. But, it's, it's for but, everyone. But Alyssa, but Alyssa I want to ask you this, and then I have a lot of calls. I have to move on. So a person that is pro-choice or, or very pro-choice, wouldn't they perhaps be proud of what Letitia James did?
13: I don't know. I've I've spoken to a number of women throughout my lifetime, and I told you I'm a little bit older than you, mm-hmm. who've had abortions. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them expressed some level of guilt, some, you know, a small amount, some a great deal.
14: Mm-hmm.
13: And I can't imagine that, you know, I mean, let's face it. You are deciding to end what could ultimately be another human being. You're stopping that by having an abortion. Okay, now that's okay. If that's your choice, by all means. She could have she could have stood up there and said, you know, I this was my career was just starting. This was a bad time. I made this choice. It was difficult, but I'm glad I had the opportunity to choose. I, I, I hear you. I, you. You know, you're and, saying, and that would have you're, at least, you
4: know. I, I hear you, Alyssa. You're saying, and I have to move on. Thank you. You're saying that you wish you would have framed it differently in terms of making the public announcement. In a moment, Frank Morano is going to join me, the other side of midnight, coming up at the top of the hour. But first, let's go to Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. And then we're going to Frank. Good morning,
14: Dominic. Um, I just wanted to. um, touch on a couple of quick points, and that is um, last night we got talking about our old dog, so I lost my train of thought, and I had wanted just to take a brief moment on Mother's Day, but I'll do it day after, to honor your mother and um, the struggle she faced in her life, but she Uh chose to give you life, and um, I'm profoundly grateful for to her for giving you life, and for your beautiful grandmother for raising you up to
4: be well, the man you. you are. Hey, Jennifer, but I, but I do have to be honest with you, and 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 th- this is turmoil within myself. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Sure. Um, I, you know, the title of the book. I'm not pushing a book. The title of the sure. book is No Mama's Boy. And the reason why it's titled No Mama's Boy is because I never had a traditional relationship with my mother ever. I never in my entire life got to celebrate a single mothers day with my mother i did with my grandmother but never with my mother so please continue and then i got to move on quickly because frank is standing by
14: yeah and that's why i said and i especially wanted to honor your grandmother for raising you well, thank you, up you. To be thank the you man. And um, you know, we all appreciate you very much, Dominic. You make a profound difference. And, so and I'm not you.
4: blaming my mother. I want to be clear because my thank my you. mother suffered from severe mental illness, and and problem. and we've got to and we've got to do away with the stigma associated with mental illness. But quickly, yes. Jennifer, go ahead.
14: The rest of it I'll do. I, I can get back to the other stuff another time. It's not that big a thing. But I did want to just take a moment because I didn't um, – I got off track last night. So there you go. And I hope Dolce's is doing well. And I'll talk to you about – And, yes, the thanks for I-
4: asking about Dolce, my, my Maltese. And because of you, Jennifer, he is. he has an appointment tomorrow morning to have his nails cut – and so as an old man dog, so hopefully he won't slide around. Thank you, Jennifer, for the call. Hopefully he won't slide around the floor as much anymore because I'm afraid he's going to break a leg at his old age. And and my dog really, really, really is my best friend. Frank Marano, the other side of Midnight. Hello, Dominic. Can, can you top Dolce? Delce?
15: No. No, I can't. <laughs> In fact... Uh, I, I'm asking you to stick around for one more hour just for Dolce talk. Absolutely not. Um, but uh, we'll do the best we can. If you if we can't persuade you to do a little more dog talk, uh, we're going to talk about the border with one of my favorite guests, Michael Cutler, who's a retired INS agent who's been all over the border security issue for many years. Now uh, that uh, there's a lot of discussion about ending Title 42, uh, there's no telling what sort of a game changer that might be for the border. So we're going to talk uh, with him about that. And you know what? A lot of people are so frustrated with inflation and prices going up on everything. Some people, including some traditional conservatives are saying, well, look, if it means cheaper labor and if it means lower prices, then maybe it's okay to have these folks come in. So we're going to be covering the immigration debate from every possible angle with Michael Cutler. And then uh, we're going to talk about uh, Ukraine and Russia and the situation in Eastern Europe, along with the very troubling uh, situation as it relates to veteran suicide with a retired special forces officer, a real brilliant guy and a tough guy by the name of Michael Hawk, who's going to join me in the 3 o'clock hour. So we've got a lot to get to. Sounds like another great show. Let's continue with the telephone calls until the top of the hour. Let's go to
4: LQ in the Bronx. Good morning, LQ. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Uh, good
1: morning, mercy on all. Um, Dominic, uh, well, shout out to Aaron for that about the George. the geor- um, and the judges are going to uh, their house, which is a violation. But my thing is, uh, Leticia James, you know, is like to to, to all this money on uh, millions of um, um, New Yorkers that are against abortion and make use their taxpayers' money is is to me a short of uh, uh, communism. And the Governor Hochul just doesn't want to, you know, she said something, but she's not going to go to that level because then it's going to cost her
4: her vote. Mm-hmm. Well, Governor Hochul, uh my 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 feeling, LQ, is that she's standing on ground that's that's not steady right now in terms of the election. And so, you know, early on, I thought it was going to be a cakewalk for her, but not necessarily so now. Um, so, but but you're against. Using the state payer, the taxpayers' money to for this fund for abortions for even for women that come from from out of state and uh, and migrant uh, women.
1: Absolutely not. You know when you have other millions of people that's for uh, and millions are for uh, uh, against it, and then to make those who are against it pay for it to me is not right. You're just forcing their hand. You don't care. You're showing total disrespect to them. Well,
4: LQ, I thank you for the call. Frank, you select the uh, next caller. How about uh, how about Jay in New Jersey? Good morning, Jay. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Yeah. Jay, are you with us? Okay, Jay is gone. Select the next
15: one. Uh, how about Audrey in Brooklyn?
4: Good morning, Audrey. We know you're there. Oh, I sure am,
8: and good morning. <laughs> um, thank you, Frank. I just have something to say in regards to people labeling or talking about what Sister T- 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 James said publicly. Um, I don't know what her issue was, but I told you that I went through this procedure because I was in my second year of nursing school, and I just recently um, said that to my mom. I said, Ma, I was part of Roe v.ersus Way. But it's a decision that shouldn't be labeled as uh, right or wrong, but the Constitution needs to be sort of revised. And congratulations on your, on your wife's first Mother's Day, Frank. Thank I you. Know she had a good time. Thank you very much. Anyway, uh, the people and I'm always with Stan.
4: That's my guy. I agree with anything he said. Hey Audrey, but I I think uh, the listeners are taking exception to the fact that the way she publicly did it at a rally. I, I have to be honest; it caught me off guard. I I was my first reaction was, "Oh God, how, how do I deal with this on air? How do mm. I how do I how do I handle?" The fact that the state attorney general says she proudly walked into uh, Planned Parenthood and you know and and base and had an abortion. I was uh, see. I'm even couching it now. I was about to say and basically said. So so you can see how uncomfortable I am, Frank. As as a male, are you uncomfortable with this Letitia James situation? About our having an well, abortion you know, talking about uh, it. Look,
15: it's, it's not something, I mean, it's such a personal decision. I can't imagine, um, being in a position to share the, whatever the male equivalent is of something like that publicly. But look, uh, mm. it's her decision. I, I really, if she's comfortable talking about it, um, yeah. who am I to really question what she thinks is appropriate? I, it's, it's, uh, it, it struck me as, um, look, Uh, I I don't think it was an easy thing for her to do, and I know a lot of folks are saying this was done for political gain, and maybe that's true. I don't think uh, this is a decision that she made lightly, the decision to talk about it, forgetting about having it done. So I'm not going to question however she wants to talk about what I'm sure was a very, very challenging episode in her life it will not i was probably not going to vote for her anyway but it's not going to affect my decision to vote for her one way or another
4: audrey yeah. we, we always we always appreciate your call thank you very much and so folks i am you can't see it but right now i'm passing the man <laughs> <And laughs> to to frank morano he has it frank the other side of midnight is coming up i will be back tomorrow same time same bat station as batman used to say Talk Radio 77.